everyone, and welcome to episode 130 of Nerds with Mics. What's this? What's this? It flipped us. Usually I'm on that side and you're on that side. Well, you did just say right before uh, we started that this was my show. I did. I did say that, yeah. So therefore, you know what it must be is I finally signed up for an account for this and I actually logged in. So Maybe. Maybe that is it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that. Oh, you know what? Hang on. Get out. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> damn. That was short lived. Short lived. Well, hello, everyone. Want to welcome everyone to this uh, week's episode, episode 130. Uh, today, we have a packed show. Uh, we're going to talk about our reactions to the last uh, episode of Barry, which uh, was last night. We're going to talk about, uh, kind of give you an update on our thoughts on Jedi Survivor. Uh, we're going to talk about our reactions, spoil free. Uh, for those of you that haven't seen it yet, for Guardians. Uh, I'm going to hold Justin to spoiler-free. I know I will be spoiler-free. Um, and then also we're going to talk about the state of Xbox. And then we have a revised version of an old section that we'll uh, get to at the end of the podcast. Um, but without further ado, I am Travis. I'm Justin. I felt like I should have said that in the beginning, but you completely derailed me. Completely derailed me. That was very oh. our first comment of the night. Uh, Hello. From, I'm one of Luke's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Welcome. Glad to have you on the, the show tonight, dude. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Um, so, uh, yeah, just wanted to uh, get right into it. So, Justin, as always, let's talk about our weeks. Go ahead. I'm going to let you start, you know, since you're you're really the host of this show. You're the brains and the beauty and the bronze behind everything we do here. Am I now? Okay. Yeah, yes. that's definitely not true. Uh, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> since we last... Uh, since we last spoke uh, on the air, at least uh, I've been playing through some Jedi Survivor. Uh, basically, I've been doing a lot of the things we're going to be talking about. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Um, I saw Guardians Three, which is rare for me, you know, to go see a movie when it comes out. Usually, it I see it is rare. Many, many years later. Yeah. Um, sometimes never, but um, I did see <laughs> Guardians Three. Um, I have thoughts on that. We'll talk about them here in a moment. Um, went to a little place that you probably miss on Saturday called Oscars. Oh, sweet, man. sweet Oscars. The sweet potato Just fries, kiss. man. I know. Oh, I know, God. dude. I was telling Kayla, I said, uh, I said, if they would open up one in downtown Huntington or, or Ashland, I said, I would never like have to go home and think, hmm, what am I having for dinner tonight? Because like, if we don't have something to make, I'm just going to Oscars. Like, it's the perfect restaurant, but. It's, yeah. it's never going to happen. I'm, I'm just going to accept defeat. That's uh, the three biggest things I miss uh, is tutors, sheets and Oscars. Other than my friends, and, other than my friends and family, obviously. Let me, let me get that out of the way. Other so than you miss you miss a restaurant that serves breakfast, a yeah. gas station and Oscars. I mean, yeah. Until you until you live without sheets, you don't know, bro. So I'm not a big sheets guy. And, and like I do know because like, you know, I I. I frequent Huntington often. That's a big deal. Sheets is like, <laughs> it's like a, it's, I don't know. It's just a big well, deal. I'm going to, I'm going to give you my hot take real quick. And then I'm going to let you continue your week because I yeah. feel like you derailed me in the beginning. Now I'm going to derail you. Derail. So, go away. Yeah. Well, number one, look at my shirt. It's mimosas written in Metallica font. I just yeah. want everybody to recognize how cool this is. But anyways, uh, I, I have passed Bucky's at least five times six times since i've lived here and i've yet to stop once i've never been to bucky's i just I, at this I, point i just pride myself on not being a person that's been to bucky's because everybody that leaves home and they get to go to one they're like this is a vacation destination so out of principle i just i just don't go yeah i've seen that on, on social media people will post like they're, they're they stop at bucky's but it's like that's the trip 
I don't, I don't get well, it. Well, I think it's if you're so happen to be lucky to be in route and there's a Bucky's along the way, there's over a hundred pumps. And like the inside of it is like the size of like a Walmart. They have a huge section for beef jerky. They have brisket there like you can order and eat. Like, so be right up your alley. But just, it's just every time I've went by, it's been during some sort of holiday. So I was like, they're, they're always busy. So I'm just like, I'm never going to stop at this point. So, but anyways, yeah, I, don't know. I digress. I'm not going to like go out of my way to stop at one. But like if I need gas and, and it's there, I might go. But I'm not going to be like, hang on, let me punch in Bucky's into the GPS. Like, that's never going to happen. So I'll just now go to Marathon or something. I guess it's our loss then. I go know, ahead. Right? Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, just it's been hanging out, man, playing some uh, some games. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> wow. So, I really derailed you thinking we were going to come back in strong. And you're like, <laughs> well, I'm well, winding down. I was like, well, you can just take it from here, I guess. Well, but that's pretty much it. That's what I've done. I mean, yeah, I lost my sunglasses at Fat Patties. That's another thing. But uh, that's because you, know. you cheated on Oscars. I did. Yeah, actually, I had Oscars the day after Fat Patties. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. one of those is superior to the other. I'll just say that. Uh, vastly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, so for my week, um, what have I done? Well, uh, I've unfortunately done a lot of shopping. Um, I I bought uh, this week for no reason because I already had an OLED switch. I bought the new Legends of Zelda because I'm a sucker for Zelda stuff uh, for some odd reason. Um, so I bought that this week. I also bought a new uh, a new uh, controller for my phone. Uh, it's like an Xbox controller for your phone, but you can play use this and play with cases. So you don't have to take your phone out of a case. So that's a big deal. And then I also bought a new set of uh, joy cons that I'm going to use on my switch. When I play handheld, when the new Zelda game comes out. Um, I love that switch. Can't wait for Friday. Absolutely. I cannot yeah. wait either. I'm really excited. Have you preloaded um, yet? Uh, I have not preloaded. I try not to, uh, maybe I should preload. You know, that's probably a good idea because yeah. the game is only 16 gigs, surprisingly enough. I, don't ask me how I know that. I just know that. Um, yeah. I think you, but, you're uh, the one that compressed it, right? And uploaded yeah, it? Yeah, I compressed it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's the guy who leaked uh, it. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> no, no, no. Not me. You're going to get us taken off YouTube and we just got back. So don't do that. <laughs> we please. just got uh, back. We were never taken off, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah, other than that, so like I've been playing a lot of Jedi Survivor. Uh, I've really picked up playing since I played last. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of that. Been watching a lot uh, of TV uh, recently, which I don't normally do. Um, I also spent the week hanging up all this art you see around the house. Well, you can't see around the house, but in here and also around the house. It was the only box that I had not unpacked since I moved here in December. So I figured, you know what, since we're live streaming again, that'll give me a reason to hang up art and whatnot. So that's, uh, that is what I have done. Uh, what else have I done? Well, went and seen guardians, which we'll get into. Um, trying to think if there's anything else. Work was kind of hectic this week. Um, but other than that, Hey, good evening, Justin. Thanks for <laughs> glorious bastards. Thank you for stopping by. We really appreciate it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so let's see here, Justin, you're going to have to man, you, since I'm doing a lot of talking, you're going to have to control the comments here. I am. Yeah. We're getting some good ones tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm probably not going to say this right, but Rygar? No, it's Rygar, bro. Rygar, my yeah. bad. I don't know. Wow, uh, Rygar. Are you even a gamer? Do you even know how to game? I, I guess not. Rygar, sorry, I'm an idiot. Uh, mm. So he's been trying hard to avoid uh, Tears of the Kingdom spoilers so far. I have been safe. Well, guess what, buddy? Not anymore. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You've come uh, to the wrong show. <laughs> you did, no. Um, yeah, it's, it's definitely online. Travis, you still there with me? 
Yeah, I'm here. Oh, Why? You froze, but you're back. Oh, you thought I froze. I didn't froze. To me, I didn't freeze. But anyway, I didn't froze. Uh, <laughs> I didn't froze. Uh, we do. We're top notch here at Nerds with Mics. But anyway, um, but other than that, uh, work was a little hectic this week. But other than that, it was a good week. Um, I'm really looking forward to this weekend playing some Zelda. My new days off are Sunday and Monday, which will be perfect for playing some games. And also Sunday night, uh, we'll use this as kind of a transition. So Sunday night, we got a new episode of Barry. And boy, did we get a new episode. Um, I don't know if anybody watches uh, Barry or not on HBO. Um, if you don't, you should. If you don't, you may want to uh, mute us or unplug uh, <laughs> unplug your headphones for a uh a few minutes because this we will probably talk. I feel like there's no way to talk about this episode and not spoil it. So, yeah. Um, Justin's actually, oh, actually, Justin was right. Oh, it's a combination oh. of, oh, wow. Oh, oh, here, you know what? Boom. He's off the show now. This is my show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> that's my bad. I thought it was a callback to the old Rygar video games. That is, that is my fault. That's my fault. That's my bad. Look at me acting like I know everything. I clearly do not. I love this. <laughs> clearly do not. My, how the turns have tabled. Yes. Uh, but Barry. Um, yes. We got it. So if, you, if you've never watched Barry, you're going to be, you're gonna be really confused. But um, we, we got a time jump. We're in the final season. It's an eight episode season. At the end of episode four, we get a slight tease of the future. And that's where they are in episode five. They pick up eight years ahead. And we kind of see where Barry is. And sally is and <laughs> yeah their kid which is something they didn't have before the time jump um and like i have seen because i'm pretty uh i'm not like active on the barry subreddit but i'm definitely a subreddit creep i i uh i view it uh, often and i am seeing some mixed feelings on the episode but like i kind of oh sorry justin i just saw that comment great show but i haven't seen the last season you might want to uh, stop watching for a minute <laughs> i'm so sorry i felt like we gave a warning in the beginning we did we did I, we did yeah be. but i still feel bad whenever i read something like that um i said if anybody's gonna have spoilers it's gonna be you that's right but we get this time jump and um you know the 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 reception online has been kind of lukewarm and you know, I kind of feel like this episode, the last last week's episode was like packed full of action and just crazy, crazy things were happening. And this episode really slows it down. Um, probably the slowest it's ever been. But like, I kind of feel like that was important to see how their lives are now. Yes. You and know, and, the, and you have Barry trying to poke holes in all these historical figures, I think is to like point out that, um, you know, hey, Abe Lincoln wasn't so great. You know, he did some really weird stuff. And, you know, uh, Gandhi did some really weird stuff, like to almost justify his bad well, stuff. Think, yeah, I think it's a combination of that. And I think it's a combination of trying to instill this kind of into his son. If his son ever finds out like who he yeah. actually is and what he's actually done, that maybe he can spin it as well. You know, all these historical fig figures weren't so great. And, you know, I've, I've obviously done things that aren't great, too. So, yeah. but but man, their lives are completely different than where we left them. Sally was from from the finale of last season through all of this season so far. Sally is the most depressing character on television. I just feel so bad for her every time she's on screen. A hundred percent. 
at first there was a there was a short stint where I didn't really care about her character. I think it was towards the latter half of the last season, how things kind of left between her and Barry and how basically it felt like she used Barry to get to a certain point when she got success and then she was kind of like, okay, bye. And that's when I really stopped caring about her character. But now I'm like, I just feel bad for her at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially like where you see, and we won't, I don't want to get into any details, but where you see her currently in this life and just how she obviously is coping and dealing with the things that she's, the decisions she's made, you know? And, uh, and I also find it really strange that like, um, that Barry has kind of taken, like, I, I didn't expect him to find religion, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I guess they're trying to figure out whatever way they can try to right the wrongs that they've done in their previous life, maybe. And just really like if you ever hear like if you ever talk about somebody you're like, oh, well, they must have been sheltered as a kid. You kind of really get to see what that would be like being sheltered as a kid. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like in this because they they live very remotely. Right. So and off the grid. So but yeah, but uh, that yeah, episode was unexpected, um, but it was just different, but I'm not, I'm not going to say it was bad. It was just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Um, I definitely think, um, how the next few episodes, I mean, there's only three more episodes, which is, it's crazy to think about terrifying. Um, as I know that they got to stick that landing as you said, they do. They do. And I think that they will. I mean, Bill Hader, uh, he wrote and directed all eight episodes this season and he has really, I think proven over this four season run that he, is in that tier of like elite storytellers. I mean, he's telling a very neat and concise story. There's like no fluff. It's all very just, um, I don't know, tight. <laughs> That's like the best yeah, way to describe and, it. And it's one of those shows that like, I feel like every aspect of that show is just raw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no sugar coating. It's just, it is what it is. And uh, <laughs> there you go. Or he's pointing. I feel like that's a little late there, buddy. <laughs> Been up there for a while. Oh, has it? Okay, I just noticed. Yeah, for a couple minutes, I, not from nah. when we started, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to. We'll, we'll plan that out better next time. Sorry, I uh, got one of these too. Nah, look at that. Let's go. <laughs> um, but uh, so let's go ahead and transition. Um, we'll actually get since since we're on film, let's go ahead and just transition into Guardians. Uh, are we are we talking? I thought we weren't going to do spoilers. We're not going to intentionally do spoilers, but I want people to know that you know it may slip or we may say something that they don't want to know. Like you know, uh, it's going to be on you. Like is uh, Cosmo anyways. a good dog or a bad dog? Oh, uh, clearly a bad dog. No, no Cosmo's a good dog. <laughs> you know that's that's Borat's daughter doing the voice. Oh, really? Yeah, from Borat too. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yeah, this is good. That's good. <laughs> but. uh so guardians um without giving uh anything away um that movie was way more of an emotional roller coaster than i anticipated mm -hmm. it was way more darker than i anticipated and if i look at this movie just <laughs> i gotta gotta put up that comment there <laughs> oh that's funny but, I, I was uh, on the banner screen i didn't see the comment i'm glad nah, okay, you the comments i'll do this no nah, you're good uh but uh but I was not ready for how good that movie was going to be. It's like I figured it was going to be good, right? But like yeah. I'll be honest, Marvel's track record recently hasn't been the greatest, and I also wasn't a big fan of uh, Guardians 2. I thought really? Guardians 2 was just okay. I, I mean, he it. turned into like a giant Pac-Man at the end, and they fought each other. It was just real weird at the end of that movie, right? Yeah. But this one was just like they knew – that James Gunn knew the direct 
direction that he wanted to go. And he, he didn't shy away from it having a darker tone. I mean, even right out of the gate, you know what I mean? It was, it was kind of dark, right? That whole opening was intense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude, the hallway fight scene. Sorry not to jump around, but dang. Nah, you're good. So um, good. But there should definitely be some sort of warning in the beginning of that movie, something to do with animal. I don't know if you would call it animal cruelty or I don't know what you would say. Yeah. It's like a trigger warning. Yeah. Cause it was yeah. pretty intense. Some of it. Cause my buddy, Alex, I was telling, um, I was telling him about the movie without spoilers. Cause he hasn't seen it yet. And the first question he asked, uh, cause he always has to keep that in mind for his wife. Um, and I just called him and was like, you, you cannot, cause they were, they were maybe going to go with, with me to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad it didn't end up working out cause that would have not been great. But, uh, but anyways, um, I uh, yeah, there should definitely be some sort of warning for people that uh, you know don't want to see that kind of stuff. This may be a hot take, but this is a comment by the way. This is okay. Trans, this is hot take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a comment. So so far a hot take, but so far the video game has been better than the movies for me story wise, and love those movies. Yeah, I played from start to finish the Guardians game. Such a sleeper hit and so unexpected uh, was great, um, especially coming off especially coming off of guardians two. And then we get that game as kind of like before guardians three comes out. That is a really good story. Did you finish yeah. it, Justin? I haven't finished it, but I'm, I'm pretty far. I might actually reinstall it, try to beat it at some point. It's, it's definitely worth checking out. It's a, uh, it's a really good game. And I think what makes that game really good is the fact they didn't feel like they had to make it multiplayer. It's a single player game that allows you to like work with the other characters and it's very story driven. Um, and it's, it's an excellent game. You should definitely check it out. But yeah. With that being said, uh, Guardians was an emotional roller coaster. The action was great. The comedy wasn't over the top. It's just, it's just standard Guardians, like what you expect. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, but yeah, overall, there was they they took characters that I didn't really care about, and now I care about them. You know what I mean? That 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 that's when I know a movie is good is because they get me invested in things that I wasn't invested in in previous movies. So, uh, but overall great movie. Uh, I was just not expecting to laugh and cry at the same time, but it happened. So, but anyways, what's your thoughts, Justin? Um, so I, I loved it. Um, and I, I have, I do like the other guardians movies quite a bit. And like, I think most of society, I'm kind of, uh, I have a little bit of Marvel fatigue. Um, especially post in game. Cause like, you know, we've said their, their post in game showings haven't been that good. Um, I think it's, you can make the argument for it or Spider-Man no way home as being the best post in game movie. I think I would probably actually give it to this. Um, I think story wise, it's just better. That's just my opinion. Obviously uh, Justin Zwerner liked it more than quantum mania. You know, I haven't seen quantum mania yet. Actually. Um, I saw the bad reviews and just kind of put it on the back burner, but um but I actually, I mean, I, I thought very highly of this movie. I think it's my favorite in the trilogy, and honestly, it might be in my top five overall for the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I, I was telling somebody the other day, like, for me, the second one is probably the one I like the least, and it would honestly be hard for me to decide between the first and third one because the third one was so good. And yeah. you don't expect that in a trilogy. You know what I mean? Just notoriously, like – it's always well with the exception of john wick i guess because every john wick movie just gets better and better i haven't seen three or four but i've been told that every john (laughs) John wick movie gets like better and better but uh but i was not expecting it mission impossible yeah just because i came off of thor love and thunder and i was just like eh, 
And then I came off Ant-Man, which was just okay. So I was just already in this rhythm of just expecting just to get okay. And I was completely blown away. So it, yeah. it, it's uh, it's really good. So we have another comment. Oh, oh. <laughs> we both clicked on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I will probably have Marvel fatigue. But when Spider-Man 2, the game comes out. Uh, oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for the Wolverine game too. That that's one that I always keep forgetting about. That's uh, actually be, being made. Um, but I'm a I'm a huge Wolverine fan, so I think that it's be, uh, it's yeah. rumored that we're going to get a PlayStation State of Play at the end of uh, this month, and more rumors are leading uh, to Spider-Man Two coming out in the fall. So there's a chance we could get a gameplay reveal. Uh, yeah, and there's a. Uh, do you think? Do you think it's going to be co-op? I don't think so. Um. I could see the story not being co-op, but I could see some add-ons because the first Spider-Man game had a ton of add-ons. Yeah. Um, I could see there being like a co-op mode. I mean, I would love to like just kind of swing around and have fun with somebody, even if like we're not doing missions. I think that would be fun. Yeah, so uh, I saw the May 25th and Konami third-party exclusive. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so overall, Guardians was great. Uh, it was. Great great movie i would probably like to go see it again honestly but yeah i think i'm gonna have uh, kayla watch the first two again with me and then we're gonna go see it or wait yeah. for disney plus yeah that's a good call yeah. all right well, let's go ahead and move into jedi survivor um so justin how, how much more have you played because you were ahead of me there for a while and you might you probably still are ahead of me uh but i'm kind of curious uh, like how far you're into the game I am quite a bit farther. I've done, um, I've gone to like two planets after. Oh, uh, well, yeah. So, so yeah. So I've, uh, went to, uh, is it Kobo? Is that right? I think is like the first big planet, right? Yeah. Uh, going back yeah. real quick, Justin's runner says, I uh, think most people have superhero fatigue, but he's hoping that the X-Men will bring the hype back. And I agree. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, so the big planet, I think, is Kobo or something like that. That's like the big, big planet. Um, and then after that, you go to Jeddah, and then you go yeah. to uh, the the moon of the big planet. Uh, I've yeah. been to all of those. I got my I'm, pistol. I now have my cross or my cross guard. Um, yeah. And then uh, I'm now back at Koba, I think, is what. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm no, doing I, a mission. I, I did a mission there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but overall, um, and I was thinking about this and I had this conversation with my buddy that honestly, I feel like the, the first planet, like story-wise, like until you get off the first planet, that's when the game, because I even know like you last week, you were like, oh, it's just okay. Like I kind of expected more, but like, I felt like as soon as you left the planet, you were just like, all right, man, this is cool. This is awesome. How far have you played? Like, did you see the reveal of this character? I'm just like, this is, I feel like you're flipping the script of how you were sounding earlier, but, but yeah. then I experienced it myself. Cause I was like going around the planets, like, Oh, this is pretty cool. And then when I left the first planet and then the story takes that next, like that takes that next beat, I'm just like, okay, this story is really kind of cool. And then the reveal of some other characters. And, uh, when you meet back up with, um, Meryl, man, she's OP bro. She, <laughs> when you just oh, yeah. meet back up with her and she's flipping all over the place and just assassinating people left and right. I'm like, I get the same vibes from her as I did Scarlet Witch and in, uh, in uh, Endgame, where she's just like murking everyone. You know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. Um, so I I'm liking it uh, from like a gameplay and like a storytelling perspective. I like it more than the first one. Graphically, though, I don't know if you're experiencing this. This game is ugly. I especially mean, especially up close to your character model uh, yeah, is what I've noticed it most. It blurry. 
Yeah, if you're like like the draw distance and seeing farther out looks great, or when yeah. there's an animation like your ship flying in or this or that. Yeah, but Cut your player. Yeah, but your player is like, and I went in and I turned off the film grain. I turned off the um, I turned off the uh, the uh, what is it? The motion motion like blur. This. Yeah, I turned off the motion blur and I tried to see if maybe it was something I could clean up on my end. No dice. No Are you dice. playing in performance mode or fidelity mode? I'm playing in fidelity mode. Shoot, I'm playing in performance mode, so I expected ugly graphics, but dang, you, there's no excuse for you. Um, yeah, and we're playing. And to be fair, we're playing on PlayStation Five, which is still probably the better experience versus what PC runner uh, PC owners are getting into, obviously. Um, but yeah, but but according to my buddy, he said once he left the first planet, like his game on PC was fine. He only okay. ever has issues when he's on that main planet. So I don't, I don't know. It's really interesting. But it, I so Owen booted up Jedi Survivor on his Xbox the other day. No, Jedi Fallen Order. Sorry, the first game, the first game, and um, it looks infinitely better than this one. <laughs> like, yeah, the care it just looks so crisp and so clean, and like the gra- like the textures were so like great. And I thought, man, I I actually went and checked to make sure I didn't install the PS4 version by accident. What's funny is, uh, oh, you talk about one for Jedi Survivor. Yeah, I was like, did I yeah. install just like the last gen version? Because like, why does it look like this? Because they did a they did a next gen update for uh, for Fallen Order, right? For PS5, yeah, it looks better than this, yeah, yeah. Which I'm wondering. I mean, <laughs> maybe we'll get a next gen update for this game. <laughs> maybe <It'd> be nice. <laughs> but uh, from a gameplay standpoint and a story uh, standpoint, it's great. But I agree with you when it comes to character model. And I noticed like the outline around the character. It's just like there's like blur in it. It's just real strange. I don't it know. Is. And I'm playing on a and I don't say this to sound showy, but mm-hmm. like I'm <laughs> I'm playing on a 77 inch OLED. Dang, and I'm just son. and I'm just like <laughs> the environments look great, but I felt like they took uh I felt like they took him from a PS4 version of Fallen Order and they just dropped him into this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just it's just really he just he's the one thing that seems out of place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, but other than that, I mean, the game's great. Uh, I'm actually going to play some when I get off of here uh, when we get done uh, uh, recording because I haven't got to play uh, today and I'm getting that itch. Party getting chat? Itch. Yeah, we can party chat it up. All well, right, you can so. be ready for bed, bro. Don't even play. You don't no. even play. No. All right. Well, without further ado, um, let's go ahead and get into our big topic, Justin. So uh, what we wanted to talk about tonight, this is actually something that kind of uh, came out uh, towards the end of April, uh, but we thought maybe it was a good time to talk about it now since we're just getting into this, and I feel like this would be a really good uh, discussion, is just the state of Xbox in general. So we wanted to talk about this because there was obviously reports that came out um, that Microsoft uh, was not happy with the current state of what Xbox was doing. Um you know, the thing is, though, is like the, they seem to be really set up for success in 2023. So we think. Um, but, you know, 2022 was on, honestly a little underwhelming. Right. Um, you know, they really kind of had a dry year, uh, you know, with first party titles. Anyways, there was a, I mean, obviously with game, game Pass is always a hit. Right. Like Game Pass is still untouched, in my opinion. And yeah. Sony just needs to learn something from them in that regard. Um, you know, and a lot of the indie titles and everything that come to Game Pass are typically always great. Uh, but when it comes to, uh, oh, here we, your buddy just chimed in. There you go. 
He's saying PlayStation's better than Xbox, but he has an Xbox. Cortland, what the heck, man? <laughs> Did she put the, the 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 sign the wrong way? But no, leave that up. Leave that up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyways, um, you know, so we obviously think that the fact they had a dry 2022 is a, a key factor of why Microsoft probably feels this way, uh, and it makes you wonder: Are players regretting buying their place, to, uh, buying their Xboxes? I mean, I'll be honest, I have. An Xbox Series One X. I've had it since day one release. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. He fixed it. Um, <laughs> I've had it since day one release, and I'll be honest, I've probably turned it on less than ten times. Um, yeah. Uh, but to be to, to be fair, so like, let's talk about some of the games that happened last year. So last year, Xbox um, Xbox Game Studios released only four small projects, right? So we got Forza Horizon Five Hot Wheels DLC. Let's talk. <laughs> We also got the 1.0 version of Grounded, which is a really cool game, and that came to Game Pass Day 1, obviously. Uh, Age of Empires 4, and then we got uh, Pentiment, which is one of Obsidian's games, and that game actually did really well when it comes came to critics. I never yeah. played that game. Did you play uh, Pentiment? Uh, Pentiment's like in my top five games from last year, okay. and I love Age of Empires 4. So okay. they, well, they did they landed hits with me personally. but Yeah, yeah, but to the mass audience, right? I played like, both of those on PC. Oh, okay. Well, there you I go. I didn't play them on Xbox. There so. you go. And, and uh, Pendiment is sitting at an 86 on uh, Metacritic, which is is really good. So, I mean, uh, so I think I think Game Pass is the problem with some of their development problems. Sony this is a comment. Making... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting our <laughs> audio listeners don't know this. This is a yeah. comment. <laughs> I don't want to that saying that. I was book. like, yeah, yeah. So, Sony is making $700 uh, million off of games like God of War in a few months. I don't think the profits from Game Pass are there yet. Well, yeah. Although I do <laughs> love, like, so I am PlayStation this generation. I was Xbox last gen. I do love that Game Pass got um, MLB The Show on Game Pass Day 1, even though Sony makes it. And they got Death Stranding on PC Game Pass when it came to PC. I think that's yeah, hilarious. That is hilarious. That's like um, just a troll move, I feel. Like. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. And I think there was even, which I think we'll get into this, but I know Phil's made some weird comments. But um, so, but I will say that Xbox started off the year right by shadow dropping Hi-Fi Rush, which I played a little bit of Hi-Fi Rush. I don't know if you played it, Justin, but it's actually really good. Um, and it's gotten some good reviews and fans seem to love it. It's... um. One of those hack and slash games that you could theoretically play as a standard hack and slash game, but it's meant to be played where you're hitting characters to the beat of like the music and stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, but the gameplay is awesome. The graphics are awesome. It's like over the top like comedy. It's it's really it's really fun. And uh, and of all people to make it, uh, it was um, the same studio that made uh, the Evil Within. Uh, okay. Is that Bethesda? No. Uh, it's one of Bethesda's studios, I believe. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. But Real, uh, I want to yeah, I want to back up for just one quick second. Um, the uh, Pentiment is like the perfect Steam Deck game for you. Okay. Yeah. So Go ahead and read that comment. We have a comment, Justin. You want to read that? Yeah, it says I own a Series X as well, and I usually buy all the consoles each gen. Uh, but a major problem they do have is trying to buy up third party publishers instead of investing more in the studios that they currently have. And yes, Hi-Fi Rush is awesome. Tango Game works uh, for the win. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's who made it. And then uh, Zwerner, uh, oh, <laughs> we're going to be fighting with the comments all day. Uh, Zwerner says, uh, I'm going to call him Zwerner because my name is Justin also. Uh, doesn't Xbox <laughs> have the rights to Elder Scrolls now? They do. Um, they had they bought Bethesda, which came with um, Wolfenstein, Elder Scrolls, um, uh, forgetting the name of the big one. 
Um, oh my god, no Fallout. Oh Doom, oh. yeah Doom though. Yeah. Um, and then I'm assuming they'll get the other ones like Dishonored. Um, yeah. Redfall technically fell under this because Arcane Studios, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, which I don't think will go anywhere. Um, Cortland with the troll man. Gosh, Cortland loves Anthem. That that's uh, EA bud. That's not <laughs> <Yeah>. Bethesda. <laughs> it was also already uh, on all platforms. <laughs> he's uh, he's batting a hundred. He is. I'm loving it. <laughs> um, well, anyways, uh, so obviously we know one part of uh, one big part of this, obviously, is we understand that, uh, you know, Microsoft tried tried to acquire Blizzard. Right. Uh, you want to get into that? I know, you know, a little bit more about that. myself. So this has been going on for a while. I actually couldn't even tell you when all this started, but Microsoft uh, set forth to acquire Blizzard uh, and Activision, which they make, you know, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft uh do they yeah they make diablo um overwatch so yeah pretty big games um and this would certainly help xbox because they're they're going to own all these major games especially call of duty which has already had uh some some form of platform exclusivity for playstation uh whether it's extra modes or dlc or whatever um but this is a pretty big deal it's like a six billion dollar deal or something like that maybe more um and it's been kind of tied up in all these different regulators. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not an economics guy. I'm not a business guy. I'm not a foreign policy guy. Um, but essentially, the British CMA uh, has rejected the deal. So uh, if someone could explain this to me like I was five, that would be great. But essentially, what it boils <laughs> down to is certain countries have said, yeah, we're good with this. And then the British one said, no, we're not good with it. So this one could essentially stop the whole deal. Uh, their concern is cloud gaming because that is going to be where things are going. Uh, not for me personally. I'm not a fan. I like that it exists, but I'm not going to give it that right now. Um, but it is a market that's definitely being invested in. Um, and also in, in since failing, I mean, Google just failed theirs, uh, Stadia, but Xbox is investing in it and having all of those would definitely, uh, help bolster their, their service. Uh, but Microsoft has been making deals with various cloud gaming services to allow their titles on the other services like NVIDIA, GeForce Now, um, and a few others uh, exclusive to other countries. So Xbox is still trying. Um, and from what I understand, if they lose their appeal, then they cannot even attempt this merger again for 10 more years. So this is really a do or die moment for them. Um, yeah. And if you listen to Phil Spencer the other day, it might be die for him. He seems very sad. Uh, and, I, and I love Phil. So, yeah, um, me too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, they did make a, a 10 year pact for call of duty on the Nintendo switch, which seems like a weird console or on Nintendo consoles, not the switch, but that seems kind of like a weird pact to make when like, I'd say the regulators aren't really worried about the switch because like it's the switch. Um, yeah. but I don't know. I know Sony's very much against it. They're trying to fight it. Um, and I personally wanted to pass for one reason only, uh, even though I am a PlayStation guy, this gen, um, I want Sony to go back to making multiplayer games. Like, uh, I don't know. There's one that's really good. What's it called? SOCOM. <laughs> you do love SOCOM. I'm just telling you, whenever the exclusive deal started with Sony and, and call of duty, that's when Sony stopped making multiplayer games. That is true. I'm not saying I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I am saying that that's as pretty... he puts on his tin hat. Let <laughs> me get it. Um, it's just the timing's kind of weird, man. No more Killzone, no Resistance, no SOCOM. Yeah, Resistance. Oh man, I honestly a lot of those games I, I miss. I miss. Um, yeah. I I will say, you know, I feel like they're really focused on like 
letting Xbox be the place that everybody wants to come to, right? When it comes to bring your games to Game Pass, bring your services to to Xbox, right? Like like having, you know, it be a place to do GeForce Now. But the problem is you can sell you can sell as many Xboxes as you want, but that's not going to generate enough revenue for you to really be profitable. I, that all comes through game sales as well, right? Yeah. So while it's all fine and good that you have all these places people coming to buy your consoles and to play on your consoles when you're not providing them right with games that you're producing to get them to buy. You know, I, while I do love game pass, right. Any game that Microsoft studios makes goes day one to game pass. Right. So the only people that actually purchase it are people. I mean, technically they're still getting a little bit of money from the subscribers that do game pass. Like I get that, but like the only people that's technically paying full outright price is for people that aren't on game pass. Right. So, so it's like, at what point do you have to switch it up? I mean, you know, cause with these games going straight to game pass, it's like you're losing the bulk of that money because it's going straight day one to people that are already subscribing to your service. You know, um, I think the, I mean, obviously, like I said a few moments ago, I'm not like a business guy or an economics guy, but if I was, if I was the, like the head of Game Pass or Microsoft, I would be doing everything I can to get Game Pass on other systems. Yeah, I mean, if you I, put I, Game Pass on PlayStation, oh, I mean, I know I that's gonna not going to happen. The, oh, the bad yeah, blood is there, but like th- that would be for the gamers. That would be I, huge. That's the thing about it is I feel like Microsoft is in the right place and wants to do what's right for the gamers, but when it comes to Nintendo and PlayStation, they're not going to want to play ball when it comes to, you know, like it being a, like a, a whole ecosystem where everybody can just play in anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you, are you, are you laughing because of trolls? Oh, here's a comment. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I replied to Cortland's comment on, uh, through text. So we don't yeah, you're good. Text. You're good. So, uh, so Ragar says, I feel like Xbox struggles to manage, uh, to manage the 24, stu- uh, 24 studios they have currently. That's why I wish they would invest in their studios instead. I think it will be too many studios to ma- uh, to manage, and there will be a lot of develop. Uh, yeah, lots of stuff in development hell. Yeah, but I think Sony answers to Game Pass is multiplayer live game services. Uh, they expect to have ten by the start of 2025. If live game services are done right, they can make a ton of money. We've spent thousands of hours playing Resistance Online, so much so that somebody is out here doing God's work and brought Resistance Online back that you can do through a couple of other ways and do it in console, which is, I, I, I heard about that on a podcast. It's kind of weird. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of wild. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So let's get into some of the weird things that, uh, that, <laughs> that Phil Spencer said. I love the guy. Oh, I actually uh, missed this a- comment from Cortland. He said, will we get a, a PS five slim? Uh, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I would say somewhere down the line we will, or a PS five yeah. pro or something like that. Yeah, I imagine once the PS5 Pro comes out, I miss Couch Co-op. Yeah, same. That's a comment. <laughs> comment. Sorry, Travis just randomly points out. I miss Couch Co-op. <laughs> Squirrel. I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna let you start reading comments from here on out. Okay. <laughs> I'm the worst. Uh, I'm just. It's like I'm having a conversation. I don't even think about the people. It's just listening to audio platforms. I know. So tomorrow. Well, they're not listening to audio yet, but they will be tomorrow. Yeah. And they need. To I apologize to those. randomly going off on tangents. Yeah, I apologize to those uh, listeners that listen with just their ears. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, but anyways, so Phil Spencer, obviously, uh, he's taken responsibility for Redfall, saying that they should have offered uh, support earlier on. 
uh, Redfar was far uh, into development when Microsoft actually acquired Bethesda. Go ahead, Justin. You just said Red Fart. It made me laugh. I didn't say Red Fart. Red Far. I don't know. I'm going to slap Red Fall. Red Fall. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, go ahead. I, I tried Red Fall the other day. And? Uh, hot garbage. I uninstalled it after about <laughs> 10 minutes. It was 105 <laughs> gigs. I uh, installed it because I thought, you know, it can't be this bad. And you yeah. know what? It was. It was, <laughs> it was awful. Uh, sorry, well, we Phil. Know that- and we know that Redfall or that Bethesda is typically always notorious for having very buggy games right out of the gate. I mean, Fallout obviously is like one of the worst. It wasn't just the bugs, man. Oh, really? <laughs> it was the okay. game. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. AI is probably the worst AI I've ever encountered. Yeah. And I know that Phil Spencer even said that he understood why uh, people were buying PlayStations instead of Xboxes. So that's yeah. that's great. Uh, what's some of the other things he said, Justin? Um, he did mention that there's uh, there's a lot of people on Twitter firing at Phil right now, which is fine. I'm way overpaid for the role that I have anyway, so like <laughs> I get that's my responsibility. Like that's a that's a statement <laughs> you don't want to make publicly. And then he says, truth of the matter is when you're third place in the console marketplace and the top two players are as strong as they are and have certain cases uh, and have in certain cases, a very discreet focus on doing deals and other things that kind of makes being Xbox hard for us as a team. That's on us, not anybody else. And he also said this one's, I mean, very he like knows where the problem is. He goes, we lost the worst generation to lose the Xbox one generation. Uh, That's where everyone started to build their digital library, which he's right. I mean, Xbox 360 dominated. Xbox One started off confusing with the whole like, well, how can you trade games in? Can you not trade them in? You had to have a like a CD key like you do for PC games. You remember all that nonsense? Then they made you buy it with the uh, the Connect. I mean, the launch for Xbox One was not great. So we have a comment. Uh, it says I remember when Bethesda had top notch AI at the current time for Oblivion. Yeah. I remember playing Oblivion. I thought that game was super polished when it first came out. Even even more so. I love Skyrim. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I thought Oblivion, technically wise, was uh, was was really good when it first when it first came out. I think Loved Oblivion that. might be the first game that blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I booted it up, and like the character creator, I was like, oh, because like I came from like Zelda games, where like I don't create a character, you know? Yeah. yeah. I booted this up. I'm like, oh, what? Like so I, I make my own person? All of this, and then like the game just like blew me away. I remember like playing it. I thought, oh, this is the greatest game ever made. What do you know about going through an Oblivion gate for the first time? <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, he also said uh, uh, it did mine as well. Talking about blowing his mind. That intro was amazing. Yeah. Like, I actually think I probably like Oblivion more than Skyrim. If they were want to reboot a game 10 times like they have, I'd like for him to reboot Oblivion. There you go. There you go. Um, so let's, uh, so, so now that we've uh, heard everything that Phil Spencer has had to say, so let's talk about why exactly we feel like, Redfall uh, is a disaster. Um, so it started off, obviously, by getting delayed alongside Starfield uh, on May 12th of 2022. And was obviously delayed all the way through the rest of the year because uh, it just released uh, in May. Last um, week or something. Yeah, last week on the 2nd. Uh, it released and was only, per- and, it's, and still to this day, is, is capped at 30 frames a second, uh, even on their most powerful console, which now I'm pretty sure the industry standard is, you know, 60 FPS, some games doing up to 120 uh, in performance mode, you know. Seeing, uh, seeing games like Redfall and Gotham Knights struggle, like only being capped at 30 is very concerning, though. Like, are these consoles just like 
Is it a console like deficiency or is it a programming deficiency? Like, where's the problem? Like, because some games are hitting 120. Yeah. So, like, yeah. what's what's the deal? Like, because right. Gotham yeah, Knights, I'm one of like the five people that enjoyed that game. Um, <laughs> like, but it was like it sucked to play in 30 frames. You know. Yeah. But yeah, I it, really, yeah, I don't know. That makes me nervous. So basically, if you see yeah. this game's capped at 30, stay away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, many fans, I mean, performance is so bad that many fans that were obviously looking forward to this game were really calling for it to be delayed a second time due to performance. Uh, however, I will say I feel like there is there was probably a much more because I don't think they can obviously delay it now because it's already been released. <laughs> um, yeah. But I think one of the reasons that it should have been delayed a second time was because when they re-release or when they released the game, it got sandwiched in between two big games, two AAA games. So uh, on April 28th, we had uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, you know, that was a follow-up to, um, you know, Fallen Order, which was received well by fans. Um, and then also, uh, you know, you have Zelda being released on the 12th. So what better idea than to put Redfall right in the middle of those two games, right? Yeah, they sent it out um, there to die. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They they basically sent it out to get shot. Uh, here's a comment. Uh, so I think they are uh, I think they are rushed games because of the COVID years and AAA gaming uh, becoming so expensive. The investors rushing games so much. Yeah, and we see that now because there's reports coming out uh, um, with the with EA saying uh, the president from EA essentially saying. Uh, we knew that Jedi Survivor uh, had issues, but we decided to release it anyways because it had already been delayed. So I think you're right. Go ahead. I'll let you. <laughs> Cortland says in the Neil Blomkamp movie Chappie, they transferred dude's consciousness to a robot while using 20 PS4s. So I don't think it's the consoles. He had a typo. He said conference. What's funny is uh, you brought up his name, and he is actually the one directing a PlayStation movie, Gran Turismo. Is he really? Yes. I saw that trailer on Saturday. Yeah. I thought, why? <laughs> like, like, exactly why right. The, what a tie-in. Where's Vin Diesel? No. Yes. Yeah, so, he's taking care of his family. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, you thought, well, maybe they could have done it in June. Well, June, guess what? You had Diablo 4. It comes out on the 6th. Uh, and then you have Final Fantasy 16, which comes out June 22nd, which means that July probably would have been the best time for it. However, they just didn't want to wait that long, I imagine. So, uh, but yeah, I'm not going to, I don't play on playing Redfall, even if it is, is on game pass, it's 105 gigs that I do not want to waste my time with. So, um, but let, but, but there's a showcase coming up, right, Justin? Yeah. So on June 11th, uh, we're going to see, uh, hopefully, uh, fable, uh, perfect dark. Some of these big games that, um, that we have been, uh, teased with for many, many years now, um, immediately after, that showcase we're going to get a starfield direct which i am foolishly optimistic about starfield i i think deep down i need it to be good i need it to be good because i need a good rpg from bethesda um but i mean so here's here's what microsoft can't do i'm going to go off the notes a little bit um microsoft can't show me a 30 second cg trailer for fable and expect me to get excited can't do it yeah. You also can't give me a cinematic trailer, CG trailer, whatever, and say coming soon or whatever. Like I need, I need either gameplay or I need a date. 
If you're going to give me a CG trailer, I need a date and I need it to be within the next 12 months. If you give me gameplay, I don't care when you release it. Just make sure it's good, you know? But like, I keep thinking back to the CG trailer they did for State of Decay 3, which State of Decay 3 isn't even like a major IP, right? Like, yeah, people like it. There's a fan base for it, but it's not like Fable. It's not Halo. It's not Gears, right? It's it's not a game you can get people hyped about over a 30 second CG trailer and then just have an endless release date would, you know, we have no idea when it's coming. So none of that. I want gameplay or don't even show up. I, say, I want gameplay and release dates or don't show yeah. up. I feel like the only studio, like the only developer that that works with that, that can just drop a trailer and people get excited about it is Nintendo. Sony first party games. I feel like, uh, yeah, but I say so. I say more so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. But if I they think dropped more a, so, like a CG trailer for The Last of Us Part Three. If they were making it, I would. I wouldn't pick my jaw up off the floor for a week. I mean, I just I, don't think they need to make a third one. But that's okay. That's I mean, I don't think they do either. But like, come on, they're yeah. going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, hundred um, percent. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Like, I mean, they have some like looking at the list of studios that they have there's no reason that we shouldn't be getting good games. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously we know 343 Industries is working on basically still post-launch content from uh, Halo Infinite, right? Um, And we know that uh, Hyper Theory is working on the next Hellblade, which I love the first one. I don't know if you played Hellblade or not. Yeah, and the second one's been announced for like a decade, it feels like. Yep. Now, of course, these things I think were in development before they were acquired, but still... You would think if you have a, a studio, right, like Microsoft buying you, that that would only add to um, your abilities to get games out and good quality games uh, and not be stuck in development hell. However, um, and and I think that Playground Games is the is the uh, studio that is doing Fable, I believe, uh, which are the, the developer that is does the Forza games. Um, and then obviously Rare needs to do something else because – all they're doing is just bringing content for Sea of Thieves, although I think they're working on a new IP called Everwild, um, which uh, should be good. I've never played any of the State of Decay games, so I can't speak to those. Um, but, you know, I, I think you've played them, right? Yeah. So uh, Yeah, uh, Ryugar says uh, it sucks because Everwild, Everwild, Fable, State of Decay 3, Perfect Dark, Contraband, Avowed, and Hellblade 2 have all been announced for like three years and we haven't really seen anything. Honestly, some of these games, it feels like much longer than that. Even like, I feel like Hellblade uh, has been announced for a while, for a while. Fable was teased forever. I mean, like a decade. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, let's see here. There you go. What's he saying? Uh, Halo infinite or the Matt Damon list. Elysium shout out. No it is a good movie though. Shout yeah. out to Elysium. But anyways, uh, yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, they definitely have games that are good, like games that I'm looking forward to. But I'm 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 with you. Like, if you're gonna have them, like, be forever away. Like, why not do kind of like a kind of like a state of play and just update us along that journey? You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, because PlayStation does that, and and, and Nintendo does that. Xbox doesn't even, have to do this once a year. Yeah, and Ubisoft does it sometimes, depending yeah. on what the game is. Um, EA has EA Play usually twice a year. Yeah, and uh, and obviously we're not getting anything uh, E3 related 
So now would be the best time to start some sort of digital platform where you kind of show us like updates on where games are. So we're not like losing complete faith, especially with the things that's going on with the uh, gaming news right now, just being so negative around Xbox. So, yeah. So that uh, showcase is playing what June 11th. Yes. June 11th. Okay. Right, uh, Cortland texted me and said, tell Travis not to hate me. Yeah. He well, says he's, I, oh, he says he's driving viewer engagement. <laughs> Well, I hate Justin more for not silencing his phone like an adult. Oh, wait. Yeah, my phone is silent, which is I weird. I heard a ding. I, I did too. But you got a Mac silent. in that room? You got a Mac uh, in that room? I do, and the volume's down. Oh, uh, well. Oh, well. Anyways. Oh, well. Uh, so, um, I have not seen anything. Like, I'll be honest with it's you. It's my laptop. Ah. Because <laughs> the podcast is coming through here, but my notifications are not. Cortland texts me to point out that he's the one who made the notification sound. Yep. So in theory, I I hate him by association. Got him. I think I shut him down. But anyways, um, so do we have a date for Starfield? Uh ooh, I want to say it's November. I something. saw it last time last time I saw it said September, but I don't know if that's still true or not. Oh, September 6th. Um yeah. Yeah, and so like that very first showcase for it, I thought it looked kind of rough, but then they did like a small teaser thing a few weeks ago, and you could see somebody playing it in the background. It looked way better. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I hope it's good. Um, yeah, and they're going to do a Starfield Direct directly after that showcase on June 11th, right? So maybe we'll yeah. get some more gameplay and some news after that as well. I would say it's going to be a pretty mammoth reveal of information for that game, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. Well, is there anything else you want to add uh, to the Xbox discussion? Uh, either our our viewers that are viewing in or Justin, did you have anything? You need to stop. Court, you just better block it's him. It's not Cortland. I'm reading what you wrote for the next section, and that last little bit seems a little questionable, but okay. Does uh, it seem sus? <laughs> it seems a little creepy. I'm going to erase that part. Oh, I, I wasn't even, I I wasn't even going to read it, but that's I don't, fine. Okay. <laughs> Let's... Uh, Boom. I could say it. I could say it with a sensual voice if you'd like. I'd rather you not. <laughs> well, hello there. Uh, anyways, uh, oh, so let's God. go ahead and move on. Uh, so those of you that have been with us for a while and has listened to our podcast, um, we used to have a section at the end called Pick of the Week. No, um, no, no, no. We're not. No, that, that is dead. It's one dead. more. One no, more. One no. more for old times sake. No, no, we're not doing one more for family. We're not doing that. You um, know what we should do if we ever have Terry on is not tell him that we changed the name because you know he's not watching or at least he's not getting this far. And then be like, all right, can we know what time it is? And then we'll just let him do it. We'll go, no, you uh, idiot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna have uh I'm gonna have Maxwell sit in while you're gone on vacation. Oh, good. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I nice. talked to him because he's he's doing some really cool things on YouTube now that he's gotten a really good following around, and I wanted to come on and share some of that stuff as well. Can he sit um, on one day while I'm also here? <laughs> no, nah, I'd prefer you not be here. No, yeah, he can. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you <laughs> look so offended. Well. <laughs> you look so offended. I know. Uh, um, but anyways, uh, so yes, we now have the section that is called our nod of approval. Get get Yeah, this... Can, can you do it like, uh, is it, uh, uh, I can't think of his name. The guy from meet the Falkers. What's his name? Uh, Not Ben Stiller. The, the old Nero. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I used to say pick of the week with you. That's guys. Cortland uh, saying that. Uh, and then Zwerner no. says, yeah. Oh yeah. My bad. Yeah. That, I, I, I've, 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 uh, I've zoned Cortland out at this point. I don't even oh. see his comments. No. 
<laughs> no, but anyways, uh, yeah, well, you can still say it. It's fine. Um, but anyways, uh, so for not of approval, obviously, it's the same. It's the same concept. We're just going to tell you things that maybe we found that uh, value in that we've enjoyed. We want to share those things with you. And uh, and yeah, and it, and obviously, if you have things that now that we're on this like platform, we get to interact with you guys more. Um, if you want to tell us, give us nods of approval of things that we should check out, we would definitely be all about that as well. Yeah, po- post them um, in the comments and we'll, we'll throw some up. Yeah. Post them in the comments. Um, so Justin, why don't you start off and, and you can, you can do one or two. You don't have to have just one. This is like a section of just like, whatever. I'm going to do one. Cause I only prepared for one. <laughs> I'll do one. You sound like Will Ferrell. I'll do uh, one. <laughs> uh, mine is a show uh, that just aired on Amazon's Freebie streaming channel. Wow. Which this is first... already this is already starting off a great recommendation. Okay, let me let me back it up. It's from two of the producers from The Office. Okay, all right. I hear a lot of applause in the background. You can't hear it, I'm sure. Um, but basically, it's like a uh, social experiment where that everyone's an actor except for this one guy, and he thinks he's part of this judge's last trial. So they're doing a documentary on the judge in his last trial. So okay. he's a member of jury. Du- yeah. Yeah. As Werner knows what I'm talking about. Uh, jury duty. Yeah. Um, so he is a member of this jury and he's the only guy that, that like thinks it's real. And it's, they keep putting him in like these awful situations. Like we're not finished with it, but like he's just close. And James Marston, the actor is in it as himself. And like, he's like a, his ego is like out of control and, and he keeps like the entire time he's like prepping for this new movie and stuff. And the guy is like, I know you from somewhere, you know, he's like, Oh man, he's like, I didn't really like Sonic and all this stuff, but um, it's just really funny. Like crazy things just keep happening and it's very enjoyable. The show just wrapped up. Um, and I, you know, I read a few interviews with the guy, which made me want to go back and actually like watch it, watch it. So um it's just a fun time. It's like feel good television, but also just absolutely hilarious. So highly recommend. Sorry. I had to mute myself. My dog was having a, a barking fit. You, you'll probably still be able to hear, but anyways, um, Courtland I'll have to check that out. I didn't look it up ahead of time. Um, I didn't look that up ahead of time. So, uh, I didn't realize it was a comedy. So I'll check that out for sure. I'll send you a link to the trailer later. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. so for mine, I actually have a couple, um, one, uh, is um, is Silo. So uh, for those of you that have uh, Apple TV Plus, it's an Apple TV Plus show, which I feel like most of Apple TV Plus's shows have been pretty good. Um, I tried to watch Extrapolation. I'm only one episode in. It was just okay. Uh, but Silo uh, is really good so far. I'm, they've only released two episodes yet, but I'm already hooked. Uh, just to kind of uh, give you the synopsis, I'm just going to read you the IMDb description because it's real short. It says... Men and women live in a giant silo underground with set with several regulators or regulations, which they believe are in place to protect them from toxic and ruined world on the surface. However, some things start to unfold and they question like, is really what's going on going on? Like, do we really need to be down here? Am I really going to die if I go outside? It kind of gives you, did you ever watch um, 10 Cloverfield Lane? So apparently the show you're talking about is hilarious. According no, to that was dingling that ball. Was, <laughs> no, that was you. That was, he was I know, was, yeah. Um, but have you ever seen 10 Cloverfield Lane with John no. Goodman? Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of similar to that movie if you've ever seen it, where you think, well, maybe this guy's crazy. Maybe he's not. Like, and 
So they have this this like glass display that looks out and you can watch them walk out and then die. But it's like a screen and they think everything like there's a few individuals that think everything that they're seeing is not real. Okay. And and the cast uh, is really good. So you have uh, Rebecca Ferguson, which was in The Greatest Showman. She's been in all the Mission Impossible movies. You have uh, uh, Ian Glenn, which is um, he was from Game of Thrones. You also have Tim Robbins, uh, that's also in that show. You also have uh, what is the girl that was in? I can't think of her name. She was in uh, that show Parks and Rec, and she was also Rashida uh, Jones. Yeah, Rashida Jones is in it as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's really good, uh, so far it has a very lost feel, uh, and I know you like lost Justin, but it's like lost, that, yeah. it's like that what's really going on. What is this mystery? You know? Um, so definitely recommend that. The other one I started unintentionally binge watching today, um, is what was the show I told you, Justin? It just completely left me. You said you wanted to watch it. Oh my God. Door, yeah. You told me is it the door, the door, not the door prize. Oh, the, the great big door prize. Yeah. Yeah. The great big door prize, which is super interesting. I didn't know how I'd feel about it, but it's really good. Each episode is based about like on a character, um, but it's really good so far. Uh, but those are my two uh, picks so far uh, that I have for you for nod. Well, well, I guess we'll figure out if this is going to be the name of our, uh, our section or not, but that's my nod of approvals this week. So good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? Do, do you have anything else? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Well, um, man, we hit an hour. I was really worried we weren't going to make it to an hour. Look at us. Yeah, look at us. <laughs> look at us. Man, I. you know what? This has been great. Uh, I love all the engagement that we've had. I think this is the most engagement we've had since we've done this. Yeah, uh, so in this format and it's been really great we uh appreciate each and every one of you we want you to continue uh to come back uh as always and do us a favor tell a friend bring a friend with you next time um don't put uh, Cortland's comment up there okay okay i'm not i'm not going to i told you he's i've already zoned it out but anyways don't zone out Cortland. <laughs> we want to thank you so much uh for joining in i know this is our second episode back we didn't even tell you all the first time we were coming back but i figured i'd make a post another great show great job you glorious bastards right back at you that's a comment that is a comment <laughs> travis <laughs> just patting himself on the back guys yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we did great tonight, didn't we? Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> I want to thank each and every one of you for joining in. Uh, please, if uh, if you could, uh, like and share us on social media. Um, you know, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, um, all the social medias. If you have any ideas around topics, please feel free to message us on any of our social medias. You can also email us directly at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. We would love to hear your opinions and thoughts on topics that you think we should have, questions, different ways to improve the show, whatever it may be. We want we want to take what you all give us and incorporate that back into the show. So please uh, give us all the ideas. Um, but until next time, keep nerding out and stay tuned for our next episode, which will be next week. <laughs> yes, please do. Thank you. Okay, bye. bye.